Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Patrick. We've both been bartenders in Vegas for over 20 years. I've lived here for over 30 years. And I'm born and raised. Even though the casino and hospitality industry helped build this town, so has the music and entertainment business. This is Tales for Vegas Music Edition. Hey guys, it's Danny. Just want to mention before we start the episode that we're going to have a song by Cherry Hill, the band we're doing the episode with. So instead of going with the normal outro music, it'll be their song, uh, Come On Mary by Cherry Hill. So please uh, stick around at the end and listen to the song. It's really good. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Tales from Vegas Music Edition. Hey guys, this is the first recording of 2023. I hope everybody out there had a great holidays and a happy new year and everybody got through uh, unscathed and, um, um, well, I'm not going to say sober, just hopefully with not too much of a hangover and everything. And obviously as a music edition from Tales from Vegas, I have my co-host Patrick. Patrick, buddy, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good Uh, to be back this year. It is good to be back. You know, we didn't record anything in the month of December because obviously month of December, us both being fathers and, and working full-time is, is always uh, a lot going on. It's a challenging on. time of the year. It's always challenging. I had a whole trip to Disneyland for a week. Oh, and that's right. That's I right. am flat broke. Know, that, that went well, though. <laughs> that was a lot of days in a row. It, it, it was. It was. And I knew that going in. But like again, it's it's just great to have all the family together and, and, and spend family time together and a nice little uh, time away for everybody, you know. Um, I'm going to let you have, for our guest here, let you introduce our, our guest that we have, and we have two of them right now. Yeah. I'm really happy that they got to show up, and, and I've known Brandon for a while, and it's funny because we ran into each other uh, over the Darby show, yeah. yeah so it was the Darby you know, reunion show. Yes. Yeah, so we had them on the podcast, time. and I we we all we all went to the show. Yes. Saw right. Brandon there, and uh, among just catching up, one of the things I mentioned was about this podcast, and and he was excited to hear about that. Yeah. And then so from there, we kind of were able to book this to get uh, going, and there's some good news and some good reason for it. Brandon, why don't you uh, introduce your yeah, bandmate? Well, um, and- this is my friend Matt. We've been uh, playing in a band together since 1995. Wow, that's uh, awesome! Yeah, nice. We had a, we had a little hiatus that we'll, we'll talk about, I'm sure, in the interview. But yeah, uh, yeah Matt and I have known. We're a band called Cherry Hill. We uh, started off in mm-hmm. a band called Copper Pot. Yes, um, and we played uh, our first show in about 12 years back in July at the Sand Dollar downtown, which nice. was this last year. Yeah, there I was go. just last there year. for the first time, and that place is awesome. I'm it's glad. Beautiful. I'm glad to see what they did in that space and how they promote it there at that casino. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for a sad, it was a sad show for, uh, for the, the fundraising for, for the Blair. Pack. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I was there at that mm, show, but, nice. but, to, but to see that place. Awesome. Oh, really? it's a beautiful room. Beautiful yeah. room. But, uh, yeah, we have another show coming up in a couple weeks, uh, which would be, uh, January 21st. Okay. So a couple weeks of this time from at the recording. Okay. Yeah. yeah at this moment. We'll get out before then so, for sure. So yeah, we're just trying to, uh, get the word out and, uh, and it's still under uh, Cherry Hill. Yes, yes, going by, yes. Same name. Going oh, by Cherry Hill. All the same members. Awesome. Um, subtract one, uh, gain one. But yeah. basically, there's four of us in the band, and uh, it's the okay. four original guys. And all right. Yeah, looking to see some old faces. That's out there. awesome. Before, Dusting off some old songs. Yeah, that's great. Um, so before we get down 
to the, the getting back in the reunion and all that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and also you and where you're from and what sure how you guys yeah, I even was, got uh, to get into a band together. Yeah, I was born on the East Coast, moved to Las Vegas in 1978. Um, nice. Graduated from Green Valley High School. Oh, go Gators! Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also graduated from UNLV, so I'm pretty pretty uh, Vegas through and yeah, through. Yeah, we just talked um, about that. Me too. That's w- awesome. Yeah. What'd you study at UNLV? What was your major? I was hotel management with an entertainment management concentration. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Was right? that your nice plan? long? It sucks yeah. to type all that yeah. out. Yeah. That in resumes. <laughs> um, no, was that your plan going into good hotel stuff? Yeah. Well, my Vegas? plan was to stay in the music and be involved because I mean, when I was going to college, the band was just hitting on all cylinders at that time so yeah. i was just trying to get through college and get my degree and uh mm-hmm. we were playing in hopes of just moving on and doing more of the music yeah stuff. well i mean we we actually at that time were uh you know had spent some time in la we got signed there's an old music conference here called Edom. i don't know if either one of you remember that i do remember that Edom. it was i mean it was early probably uh well probably around 90 96, 96 i remember that that's kind of yeah. right when i started my first punk band 95 96 ish yeah and i remember that we were uh, just out of high school um you know going to college and we were signed to a record contract and they were a small independent record label out of la it was actually three dudes that just had a bunch of money from all their extermination business (laughs) oh my and uh they didn't know yeah they didn't know jack shit about the music industry but they sure loved us and they loved our sound so we were traveling out to la uh twice three times a month to go play gigs we had an apartment out there we're recording yeah so we were we were pretty wrapped up in it and uh that's all i really cared about at the time just kind of why wouldn't you i mean you guys are hitting on cylinders it looks like everything's going forward so why wouldn't you yeah mom and dad always wanted me to graduate from college you know and i did too but like you know when you're 18 19 years old you're just like okay your band's taking off i mean man yeah yeah, and we We'd played tons of shows, and we had a, a decent following at the time. This is before social media and all that. Of but, course. Um, yeah, so uh, we played strong up until about 2007. I'm really bad with dates, so Matt, jump in anytime. And, uh, you know, I'm the, I guess I'm the Yoko Ono of the band, if you will, uh, <laughs> in the uh, male version. But, the yeah, I, uh, I moved away, moved to Austin, and uh, the band kind of fizzled a little bit obviously because i wasn't around moved back and we played some more shows and then my wife and i were married and we moved to san diego oh yes uh encinitas encinitas yeah yeah, we were there for a couple years and then we um, came and visited you you did we came to that apartment up there in encinitas yeah and i remember that we went down to the little uh the little uh moonlight beach there we we, uh, we saw this uh, the, we witnessed the smell of La Jolla. Oh yeah, well, this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that one certain right. area. Yeah, I mean, La Jolla is a nice place. It but is. There is uh, but what I mean, La Jolla is the homeless person down no, there. No, no. <laughs> what I mean is the cove with with the, all the seals. With the seals. Yeah, they, oh, okay. They, yeah, you're different. on the wrong side of the wind. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, man, how much do people pay to live here? This is right. crazy. But it was just that area. But it They're was not so going to make a cologne out of that <laughs> La Jolla smell. No, no. But you know, fast forward to. A couple years ago, and, uh, you know, Matt has continued to play in the music scene. He plays out regularly. He'll tell you a little bit about that. But, um, yeah, it was just one of those opportunities where the four of us are still around and we're still hanging as friends. That The friendship never stopped, you know, even when the band kind of fizzled. Um, But, uh, yeah, we just decided it was time to get back on stage. That's exciting. We have a whole library of songs, you know, and a a couple of new songs, but a lot of the material we're playing now is stuff that we were playing, you know, 15 years ago. Well, it's got to still feel kind of fresh for you guys because I know you played it 
but it was so long ago. Now it feels, just, yeah. you know, kind of new again. Yeah, I, mean, well, I was sure. we, the show we played in July of last year. I was a nervous wreck. I really? didn't think yeah. I could get yeah. that nervous, but yeah, uh, yeah I, cool, I spent though. the yeah. back in the green room just meditating the entire yeah. time. I didn't want to throw my. Oh, I was right, yeah, paranoid yeah. about all these. All this shit. <laughs> yeah. I was never paranoid yeah, about right. before. Like, where the, where the hell this come from? Yeah, things that yeah. you just rolled with before. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So I wanted to bring up. So, and you were saying back, you know, before social media, did your band start taking off and try to explain maybe to the younger people that don't know what it's like without social media that when your band back then starts blowing up i mean there was no other outlet so if somebody starts noticing and you start gaining momentum it's it's a lot it's and i can't really speak now because i don't know but it's a lot more than it is today it's a little more grassroots it was, not so many people can hear you word of mouth word of I mean, mouth that's how it was. and if that and, spreads and, that means something's yeah, going on that absolutely. means something's really being yes, happen. right yes Here, you go up to your buddy and you go hey yeah. We got to go see this band. Yeah. Because I've right. done that with bands. Where, right. You know, exactly. I, I can That's remember. how it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. And here where you can just say, oh, here, here's well, a video. Watch them. Or here's a YouTube. Yes. Let me sh- send you this video. This, let me send you their, uh, had, right. their Facebook page right. or their Twitter people page. People actually had to make an effort to go out and see you. Yeah. And then that was a big thing because yeah. you could see it growing physically. Exactly. That was the big Spreading joke. Spreading flyers. Yeah. That was a big joke back in uh, Vegas because when we lived out in L.A., we would want to go see a show yeah. downtown. And it's, you know, L.A. traffic is 45 hour drive. <laughs> to get there and yeah, yeah, yeah. You, would tell, you would tell people here, you know, hey, let's go over here to this club. And it's like a 15 minute drive, and people are like, mm, 15 minutes. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the other side of town, isn't we it? We are so spoiled yeah. here, man. We yeah, are I know. so spoiled here. Yeah. But yeah, you just, and, and just talking again, like in YouTube, you know, you said, like, oh, I had, you know, 5,000 views. Unless you say like, man, I have five thousand people come to the show. That right. is a big difference, yeah. and that's that's where you're coming from. So it, it, it's it's a little it, it, it adds a little more to what when you guys are building what it was. It was really beginning to get yeah. kind of rolling. Shout at the out time. to the Las Vegas Weekly because back then it was an integral part of absolutely making sure your band got something. If absolutely, you got, if you got a write up in there, oh, it was man. a huge, huge deal. Right. It was everyone a huge picked deal. that publication up yes. every Wednesday or local whenever music. it came yeah. out. Yeah. That yeah. was a big deal. Flyering. Las Vegas Weekly. That's how you found out what was going on in the city. And you yeah. had to yeah. look at it. Yeah. There right. was yeah. no other avenue unless well, you're talking to people. And, and I do remember uh, a big deal for me back in the day was like, man, we need to get an email list going. So people that come out to the shows. You had a little pad of paper, right? Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. So you would so pass cool. that around. Yes, or I would, would. We would go physically to tables. Hey, you're on the email list yet? Yeah. And that, that was like gold. Once yeah. We, yeah, once we got that built up, you know, mm-hmm. I had this email blast I would put out. And, you know, but that's after – you know, 10 years of, we played at the Boston every I've, Monday oh, yes, night yes. for probably two, and I'm not, no shit, probably 52 or 50 weeks out of the year, we wow. were at the Boston yeah, playing on wow. Monday nights. So yep. that was something else. Too. That was a it big was just, spot then. But I it just also kept playing. Took, it took a while to get that crowd up because we were doing, what was it, Monday nights? It was Monday I nights. I think we started yeah. the first Monday night we had. There may have been four people in there, oh. including the bartenders. Yeah. So wow. that was yeah. a big place. Yeah. So we started doing Monday nights and we'd play there, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights as well. But Mondays was like our night to Your play. Night to ha- yeah. And by the time we quit two years later, I mean, we had that place filled nice. as if it was Building. a Saturday night. Yeah. You know, awesome. that's, so. that's I mean, and that was For a big a place. Day, I remember really the yeah. bar being on one side, very rectangular. And then yeah. on the other side was the stage area. That was a great venue. Uh, Rainbow, what? Right? Rainbow Charleston ish. I can't oh, remember. Man. I know it was West Side. I, I think it was off Decatur. Maybe Decatur. Jones. Valley View. Jones, maybe? Yeah. Valley yeah. View. Somewhere. I remember seeing Left Standing playing there. They played oh, there yeah. quite a bit back in the day, too, because yeah. I was in a band with Adam and some of the people that were in Left Standing. You know, that was some of the people that were that went on to form Left standing i that's they were the first people i formed a punk band with adam Bo, um a couple yep. of people in there so and well, which came from the, the other punk band redemption and reform and all that so that's kind of where my 
my whole route started the in Boston that punk was, scene. Boston was the center of the music scene for a long time. Yeah. So to score Monday nights there, like Matt said, it wasn't a big hit at first, but it was just you that repetition. Yeah. Yeah. You're coming back every week. The sound mm-hmm. guy really loved us. One, nice. remember the sound oh, guy? Yeah. One. That helps. Oh, man. He <laughs> was a great sound guy. Oh, yeah. Got to have it. sound guy loves you. People who are not from Vegas, now this is a, you know, everyone forgets it in the Vegas is not just the strip and the casinos and stuff. So oh, this yeah. is kind yeah. of the local side that you know, if, so if you're not recognizing the streets and things, it's kind of off the strip kind of things, which makes it yeah. even better because if you're building up from there because you're not from the strip, you know, you can say that, that uh, just people who don't know. Sometimes yeah. I know I yeah. think about people out there. That no, are, yeah, it's just like when people, you tell them when I travel and it's like, oh, you go to high school in Las Vegas. They have valet and, uh, you know, like at all the, all the high schools. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. I think there parkers everywhere. Right, you can listen to a parking car, but you're not getting it back. Yeah, you can go put a quarter or, you know, put a couple bucks in the machine, too, and gamble yeah, right, at lunchtime, exactly. you know? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Maybe, maybe, uh, Gorman had that. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, you know, we went to Green Valley, so everybody yeah. treated us like we did. We went to Gorman too. Yeah, like, right. oh, it looks rich. Now, honestly, that's the kind of way I looked at. I went to Vegas. Yeah. So yeah. Green Valley was definitely absolutely. Was, uh, well, well, I, I went to Valley, so Green Valley was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, sure you guys gave a couple one-liners yourselves back I'm in sure. the day. Yeah, well, it was yeah. funny. I lived. I, we my parents' house is like down the street from Green Valley, but it wasn't there by the time I graduated. It didn't. It didn't come into being until like two two years after I graduated. Yeah. yeah. So I had to go. I had to drive past Chaparral to go to Valley just to go to school. <laughs> we would literally see Chaparral. There's a closer school to us, and go As to you're going down. Yeah. Oh, down. Yeah, down. It was like ten miles away. So, wow. Yeah, that was always fun. That was a wild time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, back to what we were talking about is just that you know we have this show coming up and we've been rehearsing and. Uh, you know, it's it's exciting. It's real. It's it's like one of those opportunities you maybe took advantage of. I know the way I think about it is when I was younger, it was just part of everyday life. And when we decided to get this back going again, it was something out of like this is something we should be doing because we can. Right. What and, a nice feeling, yeah. especially when you thought maybe it's our you know had been lost or uh, whatever the yeah. scrapped and long ago. And I think Matt can speak to this. When we did first start rehearsing again, it had been years, but it, it didn't take very long. You know, I the, think it took it, a half an hour. It clicked. Yeah, yeah, maybe 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, really you know, quickly. And yeah. sometimes you've got to listen to old records. Yeah, back on. yeah, you know, and it's like uh, we might forget like a phrase or a bridge. or a, I know I've had to refresh my memory on quite a few of the lyrics, you yeah. know, but you just listen to it and go yeah. back. and You get it again. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's cool. been cool. But, I, I had no you, – you have no doubt it. I mean, you, know, you might question it, but it's not only just muscle memory, but the fact that you remain friends – that you still have that passion there. I mean, the rest just falls into place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, easy. Absolutely. Easy. Well, that's part of the thing is playing with, you know, for me, playing music, it's it's hanging out with your buddies, you know? Yeah, it, absolutely. Right. You're, you get to go to a party, like, however many times a week you're playing, you're mm-hmm. getting to go hang out at a little party, a little yeah. get-together. With your you know? friends and so stuff. Cool. I, I feel like that was always what uh, we enjoyed about playing together, because even back in, like, the Copper Pot days when we were just out of high school, yeah. it was like, well, you know, what are we doing tonight after practice? So we'd right. practice right, yeah, right, right, you know, yeah, yeah. four or five, six times a week and then go out. Right. Because you know? yeah. back yeah. then you didn't go out till you were, you know, it's 1130. Absolutely. So yeah, it was just, it was the guys we were hanging out with. So we played music and then we went out and did our thing at night, you know, so. Yeah, that's great. So are you uh, originally from Vegas yourself? Um, I was born in California. Uh, I moved out here in 87. Okay. Okay. Um, so yes, essentially, I feel like I grew out grew up out here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what age were you when you when you're eighty? Uh, Ten. Okay. Yep. Oh, so you're still yep. young. Yeah. So yeah. your parents off. Okay. Um, yeah, they made me come out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they didn't give you a choice. No. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. No, yeah. I gotta go. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> 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 I have rights. <laughs> right. So uh, actually, it's funny. Um, 
you know, Brandon and I played baseball together, actually with our drummer, uh, Jamie. Uh, so we all grew up playing baseball. And um, I think it was junior year, uh, he and I went out for the varsity team over at Green Valley. Uh. And which is both, a bunch of stud muffins back in the well, day. I mean, a I mean, couple of those guys went on to play in the pros. Guys yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The pro. yeah, yeah, that was right. there was no way we were making that team. <laughs> but, but so we unless both, someone felt sorry for us, right. you know, so the roster. We got cut, and um, at that time, I had actually picked up the bass, and Jamie had started playing drums. He he, uh, his brother got a drum set, and I think. Jamie actually just uh, that is hop, correct. Yes, on that a little more. Than Jeremy got did. the set for Christmas, and <laughs> Jamie ended up playing as well. Yeah. So, so what, what made you guys pick it up? What made you guys start uh, fiddling with them? I mean, were you already mu- musically inclined, or, um, or you know, uh, my dad was always pretty uh, instrumental in just showing us music, and okay. uh, he played when he was a kid. Okay, so. and had always talked about it just being something really fun to do. And um, I don't know, I I can remember. Uh, doing math homework. I can't even remember what grade it was, but I, I would put the stereo on. It was uh, 92.3. Comp yes. was, uh, Comp. Yeah. Yeah. was still yeah. around back yeah. then. Yeah. Playing yeah. the same music, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. <laughs> but uh, I heard Whole lot of Love on the radio mm-hmm. while I was doing whatever I was doing homework, and I remember running downstairs to my dad and being like, what is this? Like, Rab- whatever this is, you. I need to be doing whatever this is. Oh, that's cool. And he was like, Oh, that's Led Zeppelin. So he took me to the warehouse, I think, which was over... uh, Trop and Pecos? Trop and Pecos, kind of a little past Pecos, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he walks in and he's like, where's your record section? And, you know, the girl kind of looks at him. Because I was back then when they had the CD boxes. Yes. Oh, yeah, the long ones. Yeah. 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 So I basically (laughs) just started teaching myself how to play guitar. Oh, nice. Whatever it was that was happening, I wanted to be a part of it. That's great. Um, from then, uh, like I said, Jamie started playing drums. Yeah. It's just cool I, that you guys all together kind of, uh, uh like that. And, and we'll, we'll pull to yeah. the instruments as friends already. Sure. That it kind we of were definitely friends first. And right. I always it's, said it, that it doesn't was always work that way. And part then you guys of the always kind of, yeah. yeah uh, band. uh, Jamie's mom used to come pick me up, you know, in seventh grade to go to yeah. baseball practice. So right. we would, uh. And and I played uh, I played in the orchestra. I was a violin player. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah. the bass player in our band now he played bass in that band. Oh. And uh, he had another band with his brother, and uh, we used to watch them play all the time. And uh, we had another guitar player who was in the orchestra. He played mm. bass as well. So that was kind of where we had a little musical connection. Yes. And then I had the connection with these guys on the baseball side. Right. And then. You know, and I can't remember how it happened. We, I, I would bring my bass over to Jamie's house, and we'd practice in the garage and just yeah. goof off. And then, well, we had we, we had we a had band. A, yeah, we had our first band. Yeah, we had another guitar player, and then I, but I can't remember how we came to you and was like, "Do you want to sing, or do you want to just hang out?" Or that. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I used to always or... enjoy singing, you know, but I never really had sung before. I wasn't in the choir. Right, I wasn't right. in. Uh, but I just remember feeling like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. I can, this is something I could do. Yeah. I could definitely That's do cool. it. And I was, we were, uh, we were listening to music together because our parents would hang out. And I remember Led Zeppelin and Pearl Jam were 
you know, when Pearl Jam came out, that was, I mean, first time I saw Eddie Vedder on stage, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. You, that, that's something you can do for a living right yeah, there? Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that even flow video, I'll never forget that. Oh, yeah. that Climbing on the rafters. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. You know? And dropping or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and then I found out we share the same birthday. So I'm like, oh, it's meant to be. No, I'm <laughs> supposed to be a singer. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the God's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool. definitely not the first time when I've heard a drummer picking up the drums because a sibling or someone else yeah. had it and didn't utilize it as much yeah. than they did. We've had someone else on the uh, podcast talking about that, whether whatever instruments yeah. their, bro- their older brother or someone had an, an instrument, didn't touch it, and it spoke to the other person more. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. the first time we've heard it, that. It just happens. And it's funny the way it makes its way. But I, I think, again, it's cool that you guys are friends already, and then you just kind of everything just kind of clicked together yeah. it just kind of worked out nice. it was something really just to do I, like I, for right. me it felt like uh, without the baseball because you practice every day after school right. sure. so now what do we do like, yeah, it was exactly. more of just like well we're still hanging out yeah. so let's get together and do something else right you know and yeah and so. i remember nobody else was doing it either so it was it was different you know and at then, the school right yeah. yeah we were the and then we, oh, we were right the on. kids in the band we were yeah. you know we were the yeah. that's cool yeah. yeah so i remember we got to play our senior assembly which was a trip. I remember <laughs> we were on like the basketball court in the in the auditorium, and I'm like, "Oh, there's a lot of space up here." <laughs> you know, and yeah, we got our really little big. tiny amps. Yeah, Nothing's exactly. mic'd up. There was no sound guy. <laughs> yeah. We're just playing out of the amps, yeah. and you know, drummers just playing. And I can't remember where the vocals were coming from, but yeah. I think we played a Pearl Jam song. Oh, very nice. Yep. Yeah, so that's awesome. You yeah. basically played the Taj Mahal's, what you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, it's a big yeah. stage. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of room to run around, buddy. Yeah, a lot of room absolutely. Right yeah. 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 Um, oh, cool. So then you guys going, obviously, now, did you go to uh, any college or anything after high school? I, I did UNLV for about two years. Okay. Uh, and then, again, we when we got signed, um, we were going back and forth to L.A., so right. uh, there were points where I was just spending, you know, a couple weeks out there because we were still recording right. a record and mixing, and yeah. I was kind of, you know, involved in that, so I was like, well, right. this is basically happening. Right. So we're, right. exactly. we're yeah. done. Yeah. You know, we right. I don't need... College. That's right. exactly <laughs> that. I would have to imagine at that moment you, you you guys are just like, okay, this is it. We're gonna we're gonna. Oh, we. Yeah. I mean, I've just speaking for myself, and in my mind, we were already made it. Like you know, we're getting a record yeah, made. Right. We're, we're going to clubs. Yeah, we, uh, we rubbed elbows with in the LA famous with, people yeah, a few times. So yeah, so you're hanging out with these types of folks, and right. you're you're like, okay, this is yeah. happening, or it's gonna happen, you right? Know, like, whatever. Oh yeah, I've been in that same that same boat, having that same feeling. Yeah, you know, which is it's amazing yeah. that the opportunity of what you're thinking is going to come, but yeah. we all know the reality sometimes it's, of things. There's so much more to it, you know, and especially being that young and that naive. You know, you and don't it, and you don't realize. I don't think we realize what a a business it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's music business. It's right. not just yeah. How much money someone has to spend to get a band right. from point A to point B to point C to right. everything's got out on tour. Line. You know, yeah. nowadays I'm sure it's exponentially greater. But even back then, you know, these guys that had the record label, they had you know very successful extermination business. So they were just trying, trying to probably trying to avoid taxes or some shit like that. But <laughs> yeah, you know, a little bit point, of, you never yeah, know. Yeah, right. But moving they were also around. they were music fans. They were. And yeah, they were. were. You know, I think they did uh the best that they knew how. Oh absolutely. Right. I think essentially yeah. what happened was they just ran out of money. Because mm. we were just right on the verge of getting a publicist and yeah, doing this yeah. whole thing. So um they probably didn't realize how much money it probably took, you know, to that, really get or, or how much more it would take, you yeah. know, right. to get right. So well, after that we just we kinda 
that fell apart. Well, that we, was when we were called Copperpot, Copper too, and we found out there was another band called Copperpot. Called Copperpot. Jeez. Ironically enough, from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Oh really? my god! <laughs> right, right, and we weird. didn't realize that until afterwards yeah. it happened. And I was like, "Wait!" Because we named the band That's Cherry funny. Hill after we used to practice at Matt's house, which is a, a housing complex over in Henderson. Cherry, yeah, and it's called Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill. Yes. So exactly. like, oh, that, that right. sounds yeah. kind of sexy. Let's yeah, yeah. let's do that, you know. And so the other uh, band's like, "What is with these guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> they're fucking following us, man!" What now the they're hell? just now they're just making fun. They're mocking they're us. Right. So <laughs> paranoid. Are they watching us now? What's well, going to? Oh yeah. So that was always a trip, and then. um yeah, and from from there we had uh, you know some management deals and yeah, um, yeah. I think the most success that we probably had um, was our finale show before I moved to Austin. We put yeah. out a record and we uh, we played Wasted Space in the Hard Rock. Oh yeah, remember, remember that room? That. And uh, they gave us an unlimited guest list, so we got you know we were doing the email. MySpace was probably popping at that time. Yeah, and. Uh, um, I feel like we're reliving the glory years. Uh, with this I, just, I just remember having a. We had a room there, and so we were coming down. I just remember walking down and seeing the line the outside, line to get and outside. it scared yeah. the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's too many people. Yeah. <laughs> they had to stop letting people in. You wow. know? Yeah, they, had to, they called cool. the fire marshal, and like, really? yeah, yeah. 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 So I remember it was fun. Wow. It was uh, so yeah. from when you guys had to switch the name to the point where you're just talking about that last show. How long from when you switched were you Cherry Hill to that last show? What was it, 2002, uh, maybe? Yeah. One, 2001, 2002. And you said 2007 was the... Yeah, so 2007, I say, yeah. I was just wondering, what was the the movement of your guys's, um not only popularity or what you saw from changing names to having to get a second wind into a new band name? Like, yeah. What, did you guys see any issues with I, that? I don't remember there being a, a ton of issue with that. Uh, I, honestly, we didn't. That was just I don't not. Think we, we didn't really think about that kind of thing. Beat, really, yeah. we didn't, it was it, just uh, move on to. We we had a member change. One of one of our original members um, kind of decided that he wasn't interested anymore, and right. Mm. Uh, so I think that helped because it was kind of like oh, we're kind of starting fresh. Yeah, but it's it's mostly the same core guys. But I mean, with sound, someone with with someone leaving, someone else coming in and gave you a, a, like almost like a justification of renaming yeah. the band. But we played for a long time, just four of us, as opposed to the five that originally got started. Yeah. And uh, but we it, we did record. Uh, I think it was the first two Cherry Hill records. Yeah, Donnie was on the struggle for sure. I think he was on. He might have been on the second one too. Um, but it but it wasn't like uh, we we literally changed the name just to kind of maybe a new chapter. Yeah. So after yeah. you get dropped record, from a label, the record yeah. deal had fizzled at that point, and we were back in Vegas. It's probably another good reason you felt like changing a name is a good idea. You kind yeah. of just a new start. That, that kind yeah. of fell apart yeah. a little bit, and yeah, I remember the, we definitely embraced it. It wasn't we weren't irritated good. by it. I no. remember just being like, all right, let's roll with it. Let's let's, let's see cool. what's yeah. next. Good. You know, good. You didn't let it da- let you guys down. Yeah, or and yeah. then. Uh, well, that's when we started recording. So I think, again, what we kind of discussed back then was like, well, do we want to keep playing? Like, let's start recording some music. Yeah. yeah. Because we did have a lot of material that wasn't recorded because, you know, I feel like we were writing songs quite often back then. too. We were just yeah. playing so often. Yeah. So the fresh ideas were constantly coming. And I feel like we were 
recording them with like a tape recorder or something oh, it was like, like they that. were called four tracks back then yeah <laughs> I mean, we've, I've had, we had all kind of incarnations even the kind that you would take i mean i remember recording some ideas with some of my bands on a, a recorder that you would bring into a, a lecture to record the oh, yeah, with sure. a little yeah. tiny tape yeah. 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 Oh, yeah yeah and i remember doing like demo style like but we'd have to put it outside of the room with the door closed Those because mics. the drums yeah. were so loud. Yeah. Yeah. And it would sound better that way yeah. than it would be in the room. Is that by trial and error that you had to figure that out? Absolutely. <laughs> like, oh, move it back five more feet. Ah, it's perfect right there. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. We're not peeking again, the mic anymore. There's, no, there's nothing oh, mic'd. I mean, I think I might have mic'd my kick being a drummer. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And then the rest of it, you're just trying to figure out where the, the this little crappy recording device could be to right. just, just so we could hear it over ourselves and sound, see what sounds good. Cause back then that was really, there wasn't a fast way to put something down to listen to like yeah. there is now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, iPhones changed all that, right? You, yeah. Uh, and so again, you're talking changed. what 2007. Yeah. So this is before that. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was like this. I mean, those little tapes you have stop. I got to turn this around and click it back in yep. and, you know, I'm sure there's still some recordings laying around on those little tapes in my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, um, uh, when you guys are creating songs and music, who's, I mean, you, is it a collaboration or is there someone that is kind of like the nexus that brings it out first or how does that work out for you? Is it easy for you guys or, uh, it, it varied depending on the song. Sometimes okay. it was just a riff and then it would get thrown out and then, you know, just Brandon build from there, would yeah. throw something to it. And then our bass player yeah. would be, Hey, oh, let's go here, cool. you know? And yeah. so it'd be this really organic. Sometimes songs were written and just presented. Hey, you guys yeah. like this? Sing okay. these words. Depending yeah. how you got everything. Yeah. Kinda, maybe tweak a few things here and there. It can't ran the gamut just between right. the two. Yeah. And now, would, would it be like a wave of, of a bunch of stuff come and then not, or just uh, how was that? Uh, how, would the songs come out like? Was it consistent like every once in a while? Or I mean, I've, I've never been in a band, so I don't know how that that back in those sometimes. days when we were practicing, you know, three four times a week, it was constant. Ideas fly uh, fast, always. Okay, right? cool. So oh, yeah. it was like never ending kind and of thing. Some would stick. Yeah, you know, if everybody, right. you could feel the energy on a song mm. if it if it felt right. Right, we would play it in front of people. If okay. it didn't, we would work on it and go to something else, and then maybe we'd come back to it next week until it finally just. Yeah, and then it worked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I do remember a few times starting off practice, you're just kind of kind of warming up. Matt might throw out a riff, bass player comes in with something, drummer, yeah. and then the way I write melodies, I am I'm probably the least technical as far as musical, you know, um, yeah. the way I would write. It's it's it comes a lot from just inside, just the feeling what I'm feeling. Yeah, but we always had that balance. I thought with our band where. Matt was a little both, no technical training, but he can he knows about the scales and the keys. And then we had our bass player who very technical. You he know, was the, the same guy that was in a in a band, unbelievable right? intonation. Band. Yeah. yeah, and so his you know his family's always very music. He's probably the one member. I had a few lessons here and there, but he's had you know lessons. I always thought that we could we we played off each other real well with that. Where I was coming straight, just what's coming out of my soul. Yeah, and these guys are a little mix of both, and we kind of blend it all together. And uh, you know, work on melodies and lyrics and 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 so forth. I think um, that's important. Not only the technical side, but you got to have that that feel. And sometimes you don't want to be a band can be too technical and yeah. not a lot of the feel. And then sometimes the band's all about the feels and not really yeah, laying down really the right sloppy. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's important. I, I I feel like that's a lot of the bands I was in the same way. It sometimes it started from a jam before you practice. Sure, the song yep. came from that, and you weren't even thinking of anything. It just there's been songs that were started by a drum beat I made, but then there's songs where the bass player played something. I'm like, that's good. Yeah, that's really and cool. And then it starts that way. Or sometimes there's a lyric already written. Hey, this is the lyrics I like. What, you know, let's go, let's 
build around that. But that kind of makes it eclectic. Well, the cool, just what you said, that part of the, for me, like the music, because I've seen some old, um, just some old cassette tapes of us practicing in the living room. Yeah. And there's no talking. And it's, uh, you know, 45 minutes of us just playing, looking, and then playing, and then looking at each other. And you're almost communicating through yeah. your instruments mm-hmm. and if something clicks and hits you guys both know it yeah. or all of you know it at the same time so it's it's just a different language of communication for me yeah. you know I, I think one of the most important that's one of the the, the most uh, important parts of remembering being in bands with those moments you know live shows are fun and that's kind of what we all live for as musicians because there's nothing like that adrenaline rush yeah mm-hmm. but I think the real substance comes from just being in a room with buddies yes and jamming and that's yeah. what i feel like that's why we're still doing it to this day i agree right. i agree we had we had a bit, we had a bit of a break a long but, break uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's also one of those you know where yeah. the friendship always came first you know so Good. it made everything else uh easy to wrangle back in yeah i can um, only imagine those feelings i'm thinking back right now the last show that i played live with a band i was in was 2010 yeah and you know it's emotional man it really is it was a great show who knew it was gonna be our last show right this is the way it worked out but i mean that time flew i can't believe that that's 13 years ago ish now so uh i would i can only imagine jumping right back in the feelings that would be involved with that yeah, that's, you know. I'm looking forward including to including nerves. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I look that. forward to the next show for obvious reasons, but another one is just so I'm not so damn nervous. So, yeah, right, well, yeah. right, because you already I don't even think I mingled in the crowd. I was right. in the back the whole time, oh, man. Yeah. I was like, man. and it went well, right? It went it well. It went really well. So now you it know. Really now well. you're ready. Yes. This is going to be your yes. the best show for you mentally because you've already got that other one out of the way. I, I was so worried about blowing out my voice talking to people. I'm like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Who cares if your voice blows out? It doesn't matter at this point, man. Just go have a good time. Been so long, yeah. So for as big as you guys back, got, you know, back when you were guys before they took the break there, man. What 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 kind of shows did you have? What kind of audience did you have? I and mean, it seems like you had some pretty good uh, uh, static yeah. going on, man. What, did it get out of control sometimes, or uh, um, what do you guys remember of, of that? Getting out of control. I don't know if it got out of control. Um, no panties flying. Yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. tell you what, I had, <laughs> I had big multiple. <laughs> I feel like, you know, as young heterosexual men back in the day, I feel yeah. like I had a couple guys come up to me and be like, man, you know why I like coming to your shows? All the ladies come. Oh, to the show. Yeah. So, I think so, that guy goes to every show. Yeah, oh, right. No, he's at every show. He's at um, every show. No, but we did. We had uh, we had a big core group of of fans, and it was it yeah. did feel like a big family at times. A know? lot of that from Boston, like you guys were talking. Oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Did you? So grow okay. You guys growing up in Vegas, just like all of us, really. And so was the hundreds a big part for you guys as far as like watching shows was it a big deal for you because we've talked about this before yeah. on the podcast yes. when the they had the, uh, was a huge deal for me it's probably why i even started a lot of playing music here, yeah. in the ni- 93 92 93 94 yeah. and then then on every weekend i knew i could go there yes. i didn't care what was happening it was a place to go see music and i knew my friends would be there and it well, would just be a, a scene do you remember the sanctuary Yes, I that saw was we, the 18 I saw and older there. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, we uh well, we, we did we I remember the Hunter Ridge same thing. We used to go there, you know, in high school. Just uh, we saw that it was a comp 92.3 show. It was like We actually we headlined the Hunt Ridge one night oh, and beautiful. that was like you cool. did like Oh, we, we, like, did, we made it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> I had that yeah, same feeling. We, right. I, we I finally quit. ended up. <laughs> <laughs> Last show. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big deal. That's it how was. big the Hunters yeah, was. It was because yeah. 
it always there was always people there was always a support there it didn't matter who was there whether it was the circle jerks or it was like lag wagon no effects or anyone that was coming through yeah. I, you knew you could go there on the yeah. weekends I feel like Bad Religion used Bad Religion to play there, there a, a few lot times. Yeah, we talked about that was bit. my first show at the Huntridge well and then oh good here's a good trivia question but the I think the final show of the Hunt Ridge before it closed down was the Beastie Boys. Oh, I believe it was. was they, like that's a, when they were giving out the dollar yeah. tickets. Yes. And I, yeah. And, and like we tried to get our hands on it. That thing yeah, was that gone was, so yeah, fast. Yeah. But I remember we saw um, Nickelback three doors down. Hey, Nickelback's come along. Don't make that face, man. <laughs> no, they're going to make that face on Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, they've come full circle, I feel like. They're going to become cool again at some yeah. point, you know? Good songs, though. They were, only a, they were a three-piece back then. I remember them being a three-piece. Nickelback, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, three doors down, or I don't know if they were on that bill. No, it was the Flaming Lips. Ah, oh, it was the Flaming Lips. That's yes. right. Yep. Flaming Lips. Who are, have a show coming up? March. Yep. I'll yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, I'll be at the house. Uh, Brooklyn Bowl. That's yeah, a Brooklyn yep. Bowl. Yes. Yeah, yep. they put on a good show. Oh, the I, best. They're I, I saw them at the uh, pool at the um, Palms, I believe, at the pool way back. Little little ways ago, that was amazing out by the pool. I, I have like, a Beavis and Butthead to know exactly who the Flaming Lips uh, were. And I didn't yeah. know who they were, so I saw the Beavis and Butthead. Oh, these guys are pretty cool. That's fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I yeah. had to put that That's in there. Awesome. Yeah. Huge Beavis and Butthead yeah, yeah, fans exactly. here. Man. <laughs> I mean, we weren't playing those the, the, back then. When I'm talking about early '90s, mid '90s, that wasn't a venue, the Huntridge, that we were playing. But it was an inspiration to go to every weekend to oh, yeah. take to whatever project that you had, because I remember back then when I did finally start forming a band and i don't know about you guys i know you eventually came to the to be able to play at the boston a lot but before that it was little things like uh cafe express aroma oh yeah okay? it yeah. was places that like was across the street from unlv yes right? yeah. yeah and then it was uh other places i remember playing tom and jerry's I tom remember, and jerry's you was know, a big one yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a big one there uh freaking frog there was freaking all these frog. little yeah. things that spread out whether it was at, even at a high school or somewhere we were finding places to play the tubes We've mentioned all these venues back in the day. So I think the Huntridge was that inspiration to see what you hopefully could get to. Yeah. Uh, but all the all the real shows for Vegas bands were kind of out in the skirts somewhere. Yeah. You yep. had to find yeah. a spot. But they were there, you yeah. know. They, they used were... to do a really cool show. Um, and I know you've had Rick Duarte on the show yes. uh, a couple weeks back. And Michael Soli and him used to do a, a musical uh showcase but they had the palapa lounge inside yes. the palms which it was back at the tent yeah and i played was, there i remember that that yeah, was the, a huge deal that was awesome because it, it was, always sounded so good and you were in like this cool lounge and they, gave, and, they sent you home with the professional recording with absolutely. video absolutely that was yeah. that's cool i that was that's awesome. unheard of i played there with uh my band pilot to orion oh, okay. and when we had rick on here i actually played a recording of i found mm. it's on youtube mm. someone uploaded the clip of our show no there way. on yeah. youtube that's that. awesome and i record i showed him and recorded and like his voice inter- he was the one introducing us yeah. he was the one that ran that whole thing oh that yeah was, yeah that, that was a big deal yeah for, and a, they used for to a casino do, to do that they used to do that wilson's do you remember that it was like uh an Wilson, open mic I do night remember that that's when we first met those guys yep. i feel like but they used to both uh Rick and Michael used to do yeah. a, an open mic, and it was kind of one of those things that just started very organically. And then you had uh, any night you showed up there, it was packed, yeah. and, and there nice. was great music. Yeah, and you ha- you had a sp- 
spot to go uh, on yeah. that night. You know? As back then, getting sent home with a professional recording and video was priceless. Yeah, it was yeah. really it just cool. It wasn't something that we had our, uh, our hands on for ourselves. Yeah. There was just no way. Yeah. You know, you felt... Even nowadays, like, they, you know, you're not getting sent home with a professional video. Yeah, no. and, <laughs> and that was just for everybody. You know? yeah. It was just like, here you go, there take you that go. Yeah, you. no charge or anything. Because uh, you know, they even paid us. I'm like, what? Well, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Because <laughs> uh, I remember... You remember... It's having your cake and eating it, too. Yeah, right? I remember back in the day in trying to get signed to a band remember you had to have like a press kit like oh a yeah pack, a, oh like yeah a packet you had to have this and you had to have that and they had yes. to have photos and th- it, like this whole thing plus the manager and oh man it was just so much work you know i don't even know if that's something that exists now you just get signed or whatever but yeah you had to like we i remember literally going to la with the band that i was in and going there to just drop off press stuff Two labels, right? Trying to just yeah. get solicited, right? Unsolicited, yeah. Just Who knows where that stuff ended up? Somebody did listen. One bucket or the other. I remember. <laughs> I remember at one point, like this is when we were um, in Pilot Joe Ryan. We're tra- um, or not Pilot Joe. We ended that, and I started this side project with uh, my buddy Adam, and uh, we were trying to get some um, soliciting some some ideas of getting signed or you know getting our ideas, and we went and even saw one of the entertainment lawyers. Who helped to sign the Killers? Oh yeah, um, Robert, we, we, Robert Reynolds. Right? Yeah, 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 there you he's go. He's a good dude. Yeah, he saw and, us a couple times. Okay, too. yeah, yeah. So you know, we kind of knew him too because we had played lots of shows with the Killers. Um, uh, Tom and Jerry's, I think. Um, what about the Junkyard? Did you play with them at the Junkyard? I didn't play with there, but we did play the Express Aroma once with them. Something. There's a couple times we would like go hand in hand playing shows with them, and they were kind of starting to blow up, and then our band fizzled. That's we, we know that story well. And when I went on to the next project, and I remember going to see him, and he liked what we had, but there was literally two places to put it. There was like the junk, like garbage can, or yeah. like the good garbage can. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, I mean, yeah. it might not have been garbage yeah. can, but in my head is what it felt yeah. like. Right. And he put us in the good one, but it still never worked out. But that's literally how it was because he was yeah. probably getting so much at the time. But you were having to go around and try to just promote and get stuff going again yeah, there was, was no social media sure. you know yeah. that was i remember when the the killers first came around and you know listening to their music and being like the this this music is very good oh i remember you know? we were recording our first the the first cherry hill record and uh we had got a hold of just a leaked demo yes, of the I actual recording and i can remember Those sitting in front of the so speakers and just being and like just- what are we what? doing? What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it was that man. good. You know, it was like, yeah. Do you guys, so. I don't know if you remember, do you remember a band maybe that you heard that you thought the same way, but they didn't like make, I, I know there's a ton of them, but do you remember hearing a band, your guys self thinking like, man, I'm surprised these guys are like way another level. And I'm kind of surprised, you know, mm-hmm. cause Stuff has to fall right that they never sure. even made it, you know. There's a lot of examples. I just can't remember a specific one. Right. I know that there's a lot. There's so many good, talented bands that were in Vegas in the mid right. to late yeah. 90s. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the right place, right time, or hitting oh, the right that's, person. It's absolutely. Right, It's exactly. a good good percentage of the percentile of what it would take to make it. Part A lot of it's luck. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure um, Brandon and Ronnie would tell you that there's a lot of hard work that goes into it also, you know, and so you take advantage of the opportunities that you have, exactly, you know, and I think, uh, but yeah, a lot of it is right place, right time. Oh, absolutely. A lot of it is great songs, which they've got numerous, so. Who knew when they were writing Mr. Brightside that, you know, to me, that song... Gets me going every time I hear it, you know. So it's you know, I know that's good. in a lot of people's top ten rock songs of all right. time. So exactly, you don't know that you're penning a song like that at that time. Right. But it's also taking advantage of opportunities right. in front of you, and then having little luck and having this great lawyer to go in and go mm-hmm. to bat for you. So yeah. I just remember thinking, um, 
there's there's a chance, you know. There's like if these guys are doing it, the opportunities are I out know, there. And I felt the same way, yeah. And uh, I just recently exciting. saw their show at um, T-Mobile last year, and it was it's like full circle for me because I mean they're just such phenomenal performers, and That's the cool. the show itself was yeah, just was really unbelievable. Good Always been such a fan of Ronnie too, you know. And yeah, I he's think super down to earth, super cool. I dude. think going into that band from his other accolades he had a lot of momentum just himself carrying it into that band which well, it was uh professor pun yeah professor pun yeah that was yeah but and, you know back he, then, just he had was such an he allure. was the guy yeah he was he just, had yeah. he was professor bigger pun. than <laughs> drums he was uh, he was his own character yeah. like everyone knew him he yeah obviously was a great drummer but he had that momentum moving into any project he sure. was gonna do yeah. sure and you kind of sure. knew that back then without even knowing what the killers w- were or was gonna be i already i knew ronnie more than yeah. Things like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I remember Twelve Volt Sex. You know, they were a big. Uh, when we were coming up, they were you know a pretty big draw back. Then. Oh yeah, I mean they're um, still getting paid on a dollar loan. Song. I hope so. <laughs> I uh, hopefully they're still getting a little piece of that. I hope because that, that damn song all the time, all the time, all the time. twenty, thirty years later. Uh, I think. Yeah. I know going. we played with the band called Home Cooking quite a bit, which were a little bit more of like a ska, kind yeah, of a big horn section. But ska I remember was big then. Those guys were really good too. And then there was, it was a, a lot of ska fatter bands. than Albert. Fatter than Albert. Fatter than Albert was awesome. Left Standing, as you mentioned before, we played some shows with them. They were really tight. Um, there was a band called um, uh, Inside Scarlet. Yes, yeah. Inside Scarlet yes. was really good. Those girls could sing some really great harmonies. Um, did I'm you sure, guys? Did I'm you sure guys ever more. go or remember a time when uh, there was a, a bar over in that area right by the Double Down called Sasha's, Mm-mm. and uh, it was typically a gay bar. But on Sunday nights they had like a alternate. They had like a. a Alternative bands played yeah. there. We played there. We played there with the Killers. I, I saw and it that. Totally transformed on a Sunday night. I just saw that show with the Killers. Okay, and that was kind of after they had that full lineup solidified. It yes, was right before the record came we, out. We played. We opened that okay. show. I remember walking into that that venue and it just being like hot and like yeah. steamy because it was cold but out. Exciting and it's super exciting. Oh, there's and a buzz in the air, like hearing, palpable. Yes. yes, I remember hearing their songs. Yes, and there's. There was not a hole in their sound. It was just it was solid wall of sound. I remember, yeah. Then all these places would pop up. I don't know now how the music scene is. Like you know, you guys are kind of getting started again. Luckily, you have the Sand Dollar again, which is awesome. Yeah, thank what, you. Know what, what about and a shout out to the Sand Dollar too? Because I tell you what, to, to speak to your point real quick, not to interrupt you, but it has not been the same trying to go out and That's what no I'm one knows at. who the fuck yeah. we are. You know, yeah. so well, yeah, it's like you know, there's all these lists of places I want to play, and then you reach out and they're like, well, we don't really know who you are, but then the Sand Dollar. Because Matt has a good relationship with Nate and the guys over yeah. there. It, that was, you know, good getting back in there. So, yeah. you know, and we're trying to do two, three gigs a year. We're not trying to get up to the level we were before. Right. So it's nice having that place. Good sound. Uh, they're honest. They they're- pump the music out on the street. When I first wa- went there for that that memorial show, the first thing I noticed was right walking up. Whatever band was playing in there, it was out yes, on Fremont. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, being pumped. Nice. And I was yeah. like, yes, thank and you. Yeah. They filmed the band while they're playing. So any TV, maybe besides the one by the the billiard or the the pool table is the band. Oh, That's cool. Yeah, so it's I, love, very, I really it's appreciate what they done. Forward there, yeah, yeah. and then um, and then even the OG Sand Dollar, which has been there since. That's the one we'll be playing 70, in a couple weeks. Seventies, yeah. but it's they it's been a, revamped it. Yeah, but it's been a music staple in this it, town it really yeah. has yeah. one that's been there and lasted and that this is exactly what we're talking about aside from maybe places like that i don't even know uh, you know where there is a whole bunch of for local bands i know well, it's here pop- here's a place i read about yesterday um coming in 2023 it's going to be on main street it's called swan dive 
And it's the same guy who was booking at the bunkhouse. And Beautiful, God, God yeah. rest its soul, the bunkhouse. Yeah. Who knows? I think that's wrapped up in whatever's going on with Tony Shea's estate right now. I'm totally speculating. Don't hold me to that. But it's called Swan Dive. It's going to be on Main Street. It's kind of across the street from Abel Baker. But okay. uh, Mike Henry is the gentleman who used to book at the at the bunkhouse, and he is going to be the guy booking over there. That's so awesome. So I we feel need like that would be the next we kind of. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I totally. Yeah. There's like Taverna Castera. Um, there's the space. I'm just throwing out some places that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, there's a couple bars on Water Street in Henderson that do live music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Goldmine and you have Backyard. And then there's a new place that opened up called Burger Street, and they have this upper, upstairs area. And I haven't seen a band there myself, but from what I understand, they're going to be doing bands there as well. So oh, yeah, yeah cool. they built that little, like high, not a yeah. high-rise, but a higher... Structure, yeah, and I've heard uh, Goldmine also is going to up their game too Good. with their stage area and nice. do some. Well, different- they should. They're always packed. Yeah, they're it, doing something yeah, right. I yeah, mean, so, anytime I've walked in there, it's been like wow. So I think it's you know you got to dig a little bit more than yeah. you used to, but the more you dig, the more yeah, you uh, you know kind of yeah. get into the scene. There's still there's still some places out yeah. there doing shows. Uh, Soul Belly is another spot that you know. Good. They're doing lots of shows over there too. So people want to go out and hear music. Too, oh, they really do. Original the local music, original local live. local music. Yeah. Yes, but just then live. You know, they, they want. want to see some touring acts too. I think uh, you know, as a, I'm a big indie music guy, you know, so maybe not, you know. They're constantly skipping Vegas, Phoenix to LA, yeah. you know, or down to San Diego. Yeah. And I just, there's not a room with a four, 500 person capacity, which is what you need for a local bands. And mm-hmm. you don't like, I like backstage bar and billiards. It's just a huge room. It's yeah, such, it's a, it's such a large room. So it's, a, it's a lot to ask of a local band to fill that space, right. you know? It, so, it is. Yeah. And, and it has a, a, a it has a feel to it that, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going for, but it just seems like there's certain things that really make sense in that in that space, yeah. and then there might be other things that don't. I think a, and a great venue should be able to kind of handle it all. Yeah, I agree. And, and, I agree. Uh, but I do like that space. But I, uh, Brian Saliba is big. He does a lot of shows there, and he doesn't have any problems selling shows out. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to there's get into his business <laughs> model and be too critical of it. No, no, no. At no. the same time. Uh, what we're spot what we're talking about is a place like the bunkhouse, a place like the Boston from back in the day. Where, yeah, uh, you know you can maybe see it's manageable. Yeah, right. and where you can you, you can you don't have to see who's playing. You can just show up and yeah, realize right. that and there's going to be some good there. entertainment. Back to what we were talking there. about those yeah. days. I never had to know who, who was, was at be. the Boston. Right, yeah. I'm just going. I'm just going to yeah, go down. Same with the bunkhouse. Bunkhouse, and just for the younger people too to have that that what you guys so we all had you know access for back in the yeah i guess the late nine you know late 90s early yeah. 2000s that that kind of uh like you said just show up and vegas has grown playing? so I much too right, i'm just gonna show up and i know there's music exactly yeah. and i just feel like there's more of a space for that now than ever you know we yeah. have a we have you know two major league teams now we're talking yeah. about maybe yeah, getting right. a baseball team you right. know and i'm a big sports guy but at the same time, that just speaks to the fact that there's more money coming in town. Oh, there's, there's more, more people, people coming in town. And I just think there's there's a hole in the yeah. music scene. Someone's going to figure it out. There'll be a few people to figure that out. And Swan Dive, is, they also have a place in Portland and Austin. So this guy who owns it, he's you know he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, so I'm, and he, he cares. He's yeah. already had a taste of what's going on here. Yeah. You know. So. I'm uh I'm I just read about it in fact in, in the weekly for their things to look forward to in 2023 so yeah. I uh, just recently came on my radar. Nice. So be That's exciting. Out. Yeah, right. I'm, that makes me I'm very excited about that.
Hey guys, just taking a quick break here and also to remind you to stick around after the episode. Right after the episode ends, we're going to have a song by Cherry Hill with Brandon and Matt. And the song is Come On Mary. So instead of the normal outro music, the episode will end and their song will kick right in. It's a great song. You guys, please stick around and listen to it. Thank you. And that, you know, you're talking about that Main Street area just growing so much. I oh, mean, yeah. It's a, it's a great thing. I mean, it, it, there's so much happening right there with not only just food, but entertainment and yes. shopping. And yes. I think I think it'll happen. It's just I've, I've talked with numerous people about, you know, how does the scene start? And there's no formula. It right. just it just happens. It just happens. And it will happen again. You don't know where it's going to happen. Yeah, you but don't plan it out. No, it it's not just, perfect. No. Yeah. It's just very organic, but it will happen. It, it'll happen again. You guys um, kind of getting back into this and, and using uh, your old material and, and, and things that you're passionate about, uh, playing this many times a year, you're talking about three or, or ish, whatever yeah. whatever it grows to. Uh, when's the urge for you guys to want to go ahead and try to write all new music? Um, go ahead. There's, there's probably a, a 12, 12 or 15 songs that are just just need to be perfect, wow, finished. Okay, you know what cool. I mean? They're yeah. They're there. They're just we we spoke about this. We're uh, we have one more rehearsal before our next show, and yeah. then you know we get together every two three weeks, and that's that's a big difference. You know, mm, we big. before we got on on the air, we were talking about families, and yeah, that's m- the most difficult thing now is just scheduling around everybody's busy lives because right. mm-hmm. we'll have lives. There's a You'll lot more things exactly. that are important With, than when you're just young playing. kids. You hit nothing. Yeah, yeah it's, man, you're just like oh, I got to go to your work. Life was a practice exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So. um we have discussed uh, after this show is it you know we're gonna we got I can think of he says twelve I'm like damn I don't know of all those songs you're talking about he probably yeah, has yeah, something yeah. hasn't brought to the table yet but yeah um, we have two songs that we'll have in our next set that we've never recorded nice they're they're essentially the newest songs even though they're five years old yeah <laughs> yeah right. so but yeah that's that's something we definitely want to do next and uh, you know maybe make an EP I think an album is. So. There you go. You know, ten songs or eleven songs. Mm-hmm. I think we something more realistic for us is maybe five or six songs. It's just about getting some like it's because we can, we can do it. We we're all able and willing, and there's really no reason not to do it. It's right. just it's gonna fun. take take it's, a little it's, longer. It's, it's, it is fun. fun. It's yeah. a blast. And that, yeah, that's kind of why I've gotten so into wanting to learn the whole aspect of recording and and things like that because shows and being in a band it takes a lot. And I love it, and I miss that feeling. But I mean, when you when you write something with somebody and you put you lay it down on tape, it's there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's cool because if if for nothing else, down the road you even hear it again yourself. Exactly. You're like, I did that. You no know? one can yeah. take and it away from and you. It's there, you know. Yeah, you know, sh- shows will come and go, and yeah. um, some will live on through video and things like that. But 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 nothing like when you actually create something and just lay it down. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at too. Where uh, I might not have time to be in a band, but you know, you can find a way to record some stuff that can be figured out. You yeah. know, you still get the creative urge to 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 do something, whether it be you're a painter, musician, whatever it is. You get that creative urge, and it never goes away. It, it usually it doesn't. So no, it doesn't matter what you doesn't. do. It doesn't matter how old you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are like, "Well, why are Keith Richards and Mick Jagger still going?" Like you said, it's fun. They still get the creative urge to do it. Uh, and why it's not? great money for them. Yeah, there's no age yeah. limit. They make really good money. It's, oh, so it's that, yeah. money. <laughs> but there's no age limit to it. There's no, no, nobody no, says, you know, no. at eighty, you got to stop. Like no. With that kind of artistic, like I said, no matter what, you know, a painter, a musician, whatever it is, it just, you can keep doing it because you can. Yeah. And your perspective. Yeah. I know and my if you're getting pers- paid millions of dollars, that always helps yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> my perspective on life is so much different than 
probably the last time I wrote a song, you know? So just yeah. like trying to put some of that. I know I would approach my songwriting totally yeah. differently. Maybe, you know, in a little bit more what I would picture as a little bit more of a mature way yeah. to yeah. write, you know, try to maybe ah, develop yes. my ideas right. a little bit yeah. more yes. fully. Where, uh, you know, as when I was younger, it would just kind of felt like, you know, this sounds good. Oh, these words rhyme. And right, like, right, you know, yeah. well, there's meaning to it, but, it, you know, yeah. not maybe a little deeper. Right. If I, if well, not could. only can you not replicate that, but you don't need to. You don't, you shouldn't, you right. know, you're, you're going to be in a different spot. Right. You don't, it's, it's of now, whatever the yeah. art yeah. you're putting it's out It's like is a of stamp, now. right? You need to just stamp and oh, this is Yo. that time period. Let me push that forward for yeah, you. Yeah, which is exciting. I mean, uh, you guys get to move on and who knows. You know, other than playing some this reunion show and the one back last year, which probably felt real good to just get it uh, like out and done. Yes, because yeah. now I think yes. this one's the one that's going to feel really good because all that of that yeah. last show is. I, I told you know, my wife, yeah. I was like, "I'm um, get ready, I'm taking it up a notch for the next show. <laughs> <laughs> I will be talking to people. I swear." <laughs> I told uh, my wife the same thing too, and that, not for music wise, but right. she's like, yeah. "No, you're not." Yeah. Oh she's like, "Sure, buddy. Yeah, I've heard know, that I'm before." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same old song. <laughs> oh man, uh, well, fuck, cool, man. Thanks, guys, dude. Th- th- thanks for uh, coming on and sharing your stuff, man. I- I'm looking forward. I, I- want to wait till this show and I actually want to go and, and hear this stuff. Oh, cool. I do remember hearing you guys' name stuff. I never got to see a show back when when you guys were were, were performing back then. At that time, I. I already had a family going on stuff. Let me say, family type of stuff oh, yeah. going on. But I'd definitely be excited for uh, to, to keep tabs on that when you guys go out there. I'll yeah. So uh, yeah, anybody listening, if you, you come out, man, you should come up and say hello and introduce yourself, and you know, yeah, give us a give us the the code word yeah. for the the Vegas Tales from Vegas podcast. Yeah, there, there you go. Real yeah, quick, uh, you mentioned uh, you have young ones. Yes. Yeah, you have two or two. two. Uh, 12 and nine. Are they yeah. in the music as far as instruments? Or My where? daughter is. Really into piano. Okay. Oh, nice. um, my son, he actually, he's told me, he goes, he goes, look, dad, I, I, I know you're really into music. He goes, it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he goes, he goes, I, like, uh, yeah. uh, I go, I go, you don't have to be into music. You yeah. know, he's, he's not like musically inclined, but my daughter, I mean, I give her the phone so she can put Spotify on. So nice. I like to listen to what she's listening right to, on she's yeah. really into it she's got her own playlist yeah, there like, you go that's how i heard doja cat you know what yeah, i mean like, yeah, so yeah. i uh <laughs> for two reasons i i want to know what she's listening to right. obviously but i also want to know like what's going on what's in her new? yeah you know what what yeah realm. what way is music moving yeah. it's always moving and i don't care what genre you yeah. know if you if you i talk to a lot of people um that talk about how music was and how good it was and you can't find there's no good music anymore and it just drives me nuts because i just have to tell them you know you just have to look yeah and and right. it, it's not out in front of your face anymore you know in the 70s and maybe even to a certain degree in the 80s yeah you had a dj everything was on the radio was good yeah everything was on the radio right you know things that i mean they just everything was in the 90s I kind of started to learn that it wasn't, you know, I started finding bands that I loved that were never played on the radio. And a lot right. of that was in the punk realm, but it still turned into the alternative scene too. Yes. So when I found something, it was matter of fact, in the nineties for me, when I found something not on the radio, I was even more excited. Oh yeah. I yeah. found this. Yeah. yeah. This is something yours, I love. Yeah. And show, sharing uh, it with my friends was, yeah. it was like almost like a game. Like, look at this guys. You yeah, like yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, you like it? Yeah. Remember uh, 120 <laughs> minutes on MTV. I yes. remember if I found anything yeah. on that, I was like, Oh, no one knows about this. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Nobody the thing, knows the thing about too this. about what I've kind of learned and what I've gathered about music is, you know, what, whether you think something's good or not is completely up to you. And the music that comes out 
you know, when you're in your teens is going to be there with you always. So, you know, whether you like, oh, the music in the 80s or 70s was better than, well, it was made then, and the folks that listened to it then, that was their music. Exactly. So, like, I grew up listening to stuff in the 90s. So, you know, Stone Temple Pilots for me is going to forever be etched in your... Yes. Exactly. And for me to say, like, well, today, you know, this type of music is not as good as... Well, that's not for me to say. That's, you know, the kids growing up today, this is going to be their music. I agree. You know, so it's like... But it's funny because, I mean, you just do a little bit of digging. I mean, everything's built on an algorithm now. So if you put a little work into what other, whatever streaming service you listen to, sure. it'll give you stuff back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People yeah. just don't do that or they don't know about yeah. it. You know? But even but it's part of the research and it's the people that are hungry for it that'll do yeah. it. Because yeah. even when I was going out to record stores, I had to sift through yes. records. Yes. Where now I'm just doing it on my phone right. through Spotify. Thing, so it's a little easier. Yeah. But I had to physically go somewhere. Yeah. And then I had more... Uh, Time to right. sit there. You, know, you had to make hours. an effort. Yeah, I now spend it's hours there. Yeah, minimal effort to get so much a uh, volume of music. Like you said, you could just go through Spotify, whatever. But you're right. YouTube, whatever. But the great thing you're right about today is because it's just linked with other bands. Like you can just yeah scroll through and hear something, and something will pique your Al- interest. Algorithms, al- algorithms can be bad, but in some cases, it can really be helpful. There's a lot of things I got turned on to just because it was like, hey, if you like this, you like this, check this, this out. Check this out. You know yes. what? Not always a bad thing. Yes. I mean, you know, there. Like I said, so when people say that, I'm like, no, just whatever you're into, just dig around a little bit, whether it's um, getting on spin and getting them sent you emails or getting on a music service yes, and whatever, or go to there. Now there's records again in stores. There's record stores. Get, get that, get a load of that. Right. I mean, there's a lot of them popping up, go there, you know, and, and I think they're just kind of already in their mind. Well, that's, there's no good music anymore. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's almost right. like you're inundated so much. There's so many choices that yes. it's a little bit of a tall task no, to yeah. try to sift through and find, you know, exactly what you're looking for, you know, and I find that on my Netflix. I'm looking for a movie. Oh, it's too it's much. almost like, too much. Like, oh, oh this is just too much. I'm just going right. to stare at the black I'll go back to screen. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go back and yeah. watch The Office. For the 20th time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, for you're saying, you're almost yeah. too much sometimes, yeah. which is kind of a weird thing to tell somebody who maybe doesn't have access to any well, of that stuff. Like, I know Matt much. has a, an app because he spent some time in Nashville and he got attached to a radio station there and he goes back and listens to that often. Oh, really? oh that's the best thing. There's there's a couple different ones like uh some of these cities have um even Canada has a an app uh what is it CKUA? It's just they're independent radio stations mm. and they have apps that you can just download the app and you just open up the app and you'll listen to what's happening live. Yeah. So like the Canadian one has an hourly DJ that switches every hour. So it could go anywhere from classical music all the way to indie music. And so you hear new artists, you hear different songs you'd never hear. And the same thing with the Nashville. Uh, I think it's a lightning 100 out in Nashville. It's completely independent. So they play just a ton of just indie stuff, but they'll still play some, Country, yeah. but, but it's Makes not sense. like mainstream. It's, yeah. You have DJs that are picking what a great way their songs. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah I love. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. You have a, to have things to pull from. Still, there's yeah. a record. I'm sorry, a radio station in Seattle called KEXP, 
and they've been doing stuff for yeah. years. And I will, I'll, I have them on my Instagram, and every week they put out their top ten list. Oh, nice! And I find love it. Go back. And I find I'll find something on there. I'm like, oh man, I've seen this three weeks in a row. Right. So I go back yeah. and listen to it. Next thing I know, they're my favorite band yeah. that I'm listening to right now. So as so, you're saying, you know, people say you can't find anything. You just got to go. You have look. to try a little try. bit, but it's like you know, there's just a lot of choices. So it's there just is. a matter of fi- filtering it down right. and, and you know right. exactly. figuring out it, it, exactly it what you want to hear. I like um. And, and I would show people video games like uh, Rock Band and, and Guitar Hero and stuff. Uh, great thing about that is that brought uh, all the 80s and 70s yes. and 60s music for the Back to kids. the forefront. So my son, who is 25 well, yeah. years old. Like Fleetwood Mac. Every generation loves Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. You know, they love them. Right. So he got introduced to that. And he, so he's huge into like Led Zeppelin and Fleetwood Mac. He gets harder stuff like Lamb of God. But he started from... Going back from those, you know, video games, and I tell, I like to tell people, the older people in the bar, like video games, like, like you realize video games are brought back a lot of these older bands. Yes. All these kids are now listening yes. to. Yeah. I, I have some of the younger guys, you know, humming uh, "Surrender" for a cheap trick, and, yes. and all. Like, I'm like, <laughs> so I'll give cool. you extra points. You know, like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, it's okay. You it's know okay. what? You're humming you're, a song. Humming. It's it good gets, for me. But it, um, it brought that back for a lot of people, and, and it's huge. Side note about Guitar Hero. Um, one of the better guitar players I know, sitting to my left, one of the worst guitar hero players I've ever met in my life. <laughs> that's usually right how it is. You know? that usually, yeah, that's that was, how it is. When that first came out, that was everybody's big joke because I oh, yeah, yeah, sat yeah, me yeah, down on that thing, and I could not do I failed. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I don't know if this is true, but there was a, a thing with, uh, I guess it was Slash and his buddy. Uh, I don't know if it was another band from Guns N' Roses from his own band, and he was playing his kids, and they were competing on that, and they lost. And they were, and so he oh, looked at his friend nice. and lost. He's like, I, I guess we ought to practice some more. <laughs> <laughs> I go, that's true. I love that. Uh, yeah. We oh, got to practice yeah. Guitar Hero, I guess. Yeah. Man, they kicked our ass. <laughs> I sat down at whatever that drum kit was for Rock Band. Oh, I never got a chance to try that. I didn't buy it, but I, I went to a house that had I sat down on that thing, and it was like I was trying to, like, Fly the Millennium Falcon. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no, I had no idea. There was missing some. I was missing something. It did yeah. not make Funny. sense. Yeah. So when you did play that, no, and obviously when you did play that thing, and it had the, it, it to me, if you got what the notes were down, what they were trying to do, it was better not to watch it and just to feel it. Almost yes. Yeah. I almost got it. It's, if you if you got the the pattern down, it was better after you got the pattern down. What what notes was hit? It's better not to look at it and just feel it. I and did not I could, get I that far. There, <laughs> there yeah, some, exactly. There's some rhythm to it, but there's yeah. not a lot of musicality. No, it's very to awesome. It, you know? Some of the stuff you had to hit. Yeah. yeah, it was pots and pans. I was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That> was <laughs> not working out. Shit, when, when like our kids would hit it and they would do it like on super fast, like I don't know how you're looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the great. funny thing is, you watch those kids do that, and then you're like, why don't you pick up? An, an actual, actual guitar, yeah, yeah. you could probably do yeah. that on a guitar. Yeah, be I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, That's man. Funny. That is funny. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Um, yeah. So you guys, your next show is coming up. Uh, I'm sorry. When's the next show? Uh, it's Saturday, January 21st, and it'll be at the we call it the OG Sand Dollar, the nice. one on Spring Mountain. Yeah, it's Spring different Mountain. from the one in the Plaza, so it's uh, it's on Spring Mountain. All I don't right. have what the, time is the that uh, show. The Benders are joining us for that show. It starts at 8 p.m. Okay. We got we got the old guy hour. Uh, Nate <laughs> Nate is one of the guy who book he's one of the guys who books at Sand Dollar, and the first time we did a show with him, you know, they do a 10 to 2 slot, which I mean, I haven't seen fucking two in the morning. Probably New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. New Year's oh, yeah. was the right. last it's time like, I saw it, and yeah. I recover for two days so after that. Yeah. So we talked him into, uh, you know, 
starting at eight. And he said, you guys, why do you want to start so early? And <laughs> Matt plainly says, because we're old, dude. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're old sleep, yeah. and our fans are we're, old yeah. and we'll it'll just be better. Stage, yeah. We can try to extend the night out a little bit. So right. anyway, yeah, our friends, the Benders will be joining us. Um, they start at eight o'clock. Okay. And we'll try to get on stage around nine and oh, nice. play till midnight Sounds or twelve thirty. If the However crowd's going good, we might yeah. have to repeat a set and exciting go from there. So yeah, there we go. I'm excited for you guys. I mean, that's a great feeling. Um, it's nice to see that something's still there. You know, after like you said, all the hiatus to get yeah. back together with old friends. Yeah, or, we or a- not old friends. Current, still friends, yeah. but yeah, like yeah, old so. and reviewing some of the stuff that you guys what brought you guys together. That's kind of nice that it's still there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it means a lot to me when I ever, ever, ever get a chance to do that with any friends musically or anything like that in general. It's yeah. still, it's just, we know. had a really good turnout. It was a lot of great old faces we hadn't seen in a while. So we're uh, looking for a repeat performance for coming up soon. Nice. So. Right on. Well, That's thank great. you guys so uh, much. If I could just, uh, the Instagram site is cherry Hill underscore LV. Okay. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Basically our, our social media right now. We're still on Facebook. Okay. Um, I think we're still on MySpace too, right? Well, yeah, we hey, might be. I never MySpace. canceled my account, so Wait, that's right, probably yeah. still there. You guys hanging out with Tom? <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> so everybody uh, run out to that MySpace. And yeah, right? Out, yeah, you, never you never yeah, know. You never know. I'll post that out too on my Instagram and, awesome. and Facebook. Yeah, awesome. I'm pretty guys there, buddy. Good. It was a pleasure being here, man. Yeah, yeah guys, thank you very much. appreciate getting me here, guys. Um, Patrick, we anything else to add, man? No, that was great. I'm, I'm happy New Year, everybody. And yes. uh, hopefully we're off to, you know, getting... Another the, New Year, we, new more We talked shows about this up. a little bit with them. They wanted to bring in maybe, yes. uh, you know, a guitar or so and, and do a song or two. That is something that we're looking forward to kind of figuring out as we yep. go this year yeah. to where we can do an interview like this and have you guys jam a little. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah that would be, be a lot of fun. Be glad to have you guys back. It'll give us reasons to grow, but also to bring people back. So yeah. we'll look forward yeah. to that too. And again, you know, we do this music edition, bring all or, or, or local bands here and, and to talk about it and, and to bring you guys on and get not just what you currently do but some of your backstories it's always fun to hear yeah. that guys where you guys yeah. come from and how you got together and how you got that band together I think it's um, finding out doing this and I say that it, uh, it, not it's again it's great stories to get from bartenders and security guards and from slot people that work out there but I find out our musicians always have the most colorful uh, uh, backstories and, yeah. and yeah. stuff going on with them you know and, and, and you guys already you know People feel like this performer. You're you're good. You come in and you talk. You're good talkers and stuff. So again, you know, thank you for coming on. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you for having us. Hey, but everybody, thank you very much for uh, joining me again for the uh, 2023 uh, uh, edition of uh, Tales from Vegas. Uh, if you want to reach the show, you can reach me at. Uh, Tales from Vegas podcast at yahoo.com. Sorry, it's been a little while. It's been a rusty. <laughs> you can also uh, follow us on yeah. Instagram. Uh, man, I have a Twitter thing. I don't even know if that's even worth anything anymore, <laughs> right? It's at TFV underscore podcast. If you want to try to find the Twitter, fine. It's there, but it's, uh, you can also find me on, um, get my Facebook on, and I'm a little bit lax on that. But um, again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Patrick, Brandon, Matt, everybody. See you later. Bye. <laughs>